Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, celebrating over 70 years of service to financial advisors, their clients, and institutions worldwide. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. If this is Wednesday, there must be another White House debt limit meeting, right? Yeah, there is. We'll talk to one of the gang of six about how Washington gets to a deal from where it's stuck right now. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Allianz, providing investment, insurance, and retirement solutions through its affiliated companies in the U.S. since 1896. AllianzUSA.com. And by Reputation.com, monitoring, protecting, and improving reputations online while deleting personal data from the Internet. Reputation.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. It's Wednesday, today, the 20th of July. Glad you could be with us. There is a lot going on in debt limit land today. Not all of it, as sometimes happens in Washington, directly connected to the issue at hand. President Obama's meeting with congressional leaders today to figure out a way to get the debt limit raised. That has, as you know, been the main storyline for a good long while now. But there is something else brewing as well, a huge and by huge, I mean maybe $4 trillion deficit reduction plan. It's being offered up by three Democratic and three Republican senators, the Gang of Six, they're called. The two sets of negotiations are running side by side, and they might possibly come to the same end point, or they might not. Senator Mark Warner is one of the six in the aforementioned gang. Senator, welcome to the program. Kai, thanks for having me on. Let me ask you about the timing of this thing. The president said yesterday we are at the 11th hour. It's, it's a couple of weeks till the deadline, so I have to ask, where the heck have you guys been? <laughs> Kai, let me assure you, valid question. <laughs> we should have been out three or four months ago. But uh, I'd rather at least be out at this point. And, you know, the first issue we have to deal with is raising this debt ceiling. But even raising the debt ceiling doesn't get us to that $14.5 trillion debt that we're all looking at. And I think this approach that we've put forward is a, a starting point. We'll get to that approach in a minute. Let me ask you, though, about the debt ceiling negotiations. Are you... A, surprised, or B, embarrassed that we're still talking about this at this point? I'm embarrassed. I mean, it is remarkable to me with the financial disruption going on in the world, with the crisis with the euro, that we would be playing, in effect, Russian roulette with the full faith and credit of the United States and even take the happenstance that we might have a debt downgrade, which would result in an immediate indirect tax increase on every American family and business through higher interest rates. It is, it, it blows my mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, let me, let me pursue that just a little bit. I heard you yesterday afternoon on, a, on another public radio uh, afternoon program, and you kept referring to yourself as the business guy. I'm just the business guy. I'm trying to make these numbers work right. So, so let me ask you this. As a business guy, would you invest in us right now? Listen, I would never go short on the United States of America because you know, we still got the most open capital markets. We still got the most entrepreneurial people. And, you know, to paraphrase Winston Churchill, you can always count on the Americans to do the right thing after they've tried everything else. Well, we've pretty much tried everything else, so it's time for us to do the right thing now. So on to uh, the plan from uh, the group of six, the gang of six, uh, pick your name. Uh, you've been talking to Senator Reid, you and Senator Conrad, your, your uh, fellow uh, member of the gang of six talking to the majority leader about getting some elements of your plan into a debt reduction, debt limit deal. Can that still happen at this hour? 
I'm hopeful. I mean, let me be clear. I want to do nothing that slows down or interferes with raising the debt limit. But to simply have another commission and not take the work that we've done and say, hold it, this ought to at least be the starting point or this ought to be a fallback position or somehow build this in doesn't make much sense to me. Well, that's a really good point. And it brings to mind Rahm Emanuel's now infamous quote, former chief of staff to the president, about never letting a crisis go to waste. This is, uh, the, the plan you have presented is ambitious. It's got a lot of moving parts. Can the key elements of tax reform and entitlement reform survive absent a comprehensive deal that is forced by the debt limit deadline? That's the $64,000 question. At the end of the day, there is a grand bargain here. Major entitlement reform for recognizing that we also have to reform our tax code in a way that raises more revenue. What we have now is a